Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison here. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. Today I want to talk about something that's really big right now. People seem to be stuck in the past or maybe stuck in a limiting time where it doesn't seem clear with what God is doing. Isaiah 43, uh, 18 and 19, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wastelands. God is doing something new and he's pulling people out of their wildernesses. He's pulling people out of your situation. Maybe you've been feeling something like this. You're currently in a situation, maybe a ministry, church, job that you used to feel pretty fired up about it, but it's gotten kind of stale, but you don't know what to do next. Or maybe you aren't getting fed or challenged in your current place but you're not released yet to go to the next level. Or maybe you don't know where to go at all. Maybe you could pull back. These are some of the things I'm hearing from people right now. But I want to tell you, you can get out of these places because God is doing something new right now. It's springing up. I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. You know, whenever God does something new, It's hard to forget the former things. Now, that doesn't mean give up our ways of, you know, operating or doing things. But that does mean that there's some things that God wants to change. And it's going on right now. We're in a major paradigm shift. We're also in a major seasonal shift where God is lining us up for the new revival and harvest that's coming, for the new things You can tell because the enemy always kicks up right before God's going to do something new. It's pretty biblical. You could read the stories over and over and over. Satan kicks things up just before there's a breakthrough. You know why? To try to get your eyes off of it. And so we have to be very careful not to be looking at the storm. I've been saying this for a while. So recently, many people seem to be stuck in past seasons, even though you might not be aware of it. It's almost like you know, your spirit is in something, in some place, but yet God is calling you to move forward, but you don't know what it is yet. And that's, it's kind of painful. Uh, God spoke to me to start setting people free of these times. It's almost like being in jail. And there's times when, you know, you can get in what I've been talking about house arrest. That's where you're kind of limited either in the house of God or your own house. That's where you're on this limitation. House arrest is where uh, you have an ankle bracelet on or something like that. You really can't go out much. And this can happen when we are about to move to a new season, or it can happen when there's people who around us from the previous season didn't understand us, or it is coming out of a wilderness. There's, There's times like this. I'm just saying we're in a convergence right now where God is releasing you from these previous limiting seasons 
that are now going to really break forth in the next couple of months. I'm excited about it. I've been in one myself, and I've been in a limited season of of affliction and, and things, but I've gotten fully healed, and I want to help set you free, whatever it might be. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a sickness. It could be anything at all. Right now, I want to help set you free and get you into this new season. And now over the next few months, the wind of change is going to be blowing over those dry bones. You know, God is raising up. It's what he told me. He's blowing over the dry bones of lost and forgotten prophetic promises of the past. These are things that have not come about. Maybe they're things that started in the past, but stop. Right now, God is moving behind the scenes. He's bringing the change to spring up into new life, forgotten things, forgotten prayers. Wow, I'm so excited about this. You know why? I have some of them myself. When I heard this word, I said, Lord, yes, bring this. And God's going to bring some of the stuff that might not look the same way as you had originally envisioned. That's why it's very important to allow God to work with you to forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. You know, many people are in a time right now of giving up hope. It's a tough season. Many people have stopped hoping because these promises have not come about, or it's been a long time to come about. You know what? It's safe to hope again. That's what the Lord's saying right now. Now, I want to release this to you. I'm going to have some verses here that you can write down and you can pray these things in. But one thing that I do Whenever I feel stuck at my current situation, I read in the Bible, Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. This is where the angel called John up higher, away from his current level. And I think some of us need to do this. You need to come up higher. Here's what the angel said. Come up here, and I will show you the things that are about to take place. And what the Lord is saying right now to you is, Come up here, rise above your current situation or all the noise that's out there right now. You know, there's always warfare before the miracle. Remember, David got the warfare after he got anointed by Samuel and King Saul chased him. Jesus got warfare right after, you know, he went into the wilderness just after the Holy Spirit came upon him. Peter had it. Paul had it. I'm telling you, there's warfare. The key to it is to not quit and to believe the Lord. That warfare and the things that the attacks of the enemy are not reality as far as, you know, the word of God goes. It might be a reality of your situation, but don't believe this is going to be a reality of your life because God wants to release to you deep and hidden things that is going to set you free. I want to tell you something. I had a vision about this. In fact, God is revealing to me some things from my past and revelation that I had spoken before that's getting ready to happen right now. One of them is this, a word I had released a while ago about the hidden ones coming out now. There's a deep spiritual sleep that is being lifted off of people because they were set aside. Maybe you were set aside for this future work that the Lord's now bringing. And this is why you've gone into a wilderness. Many people have been maybe pushed away by others. Maybe some of you ran away. Maybe uh, you haven't 
been able to find your identity. It's been such a strange time. Maybe, you know, your kids are no longer following the Lord or your grandkids. Everything that you used to believe or think about seems to be turned upside down right now. Well, don't worry. God is now saving all of these promises, all of these people. He's now saving you for this future move that's about to take place. And I've been saying this for a while. You know, some of you weren't designed for the current wineskin church. Jesus talked about you cannot pour new wine into old wineskins. Well, we haven't seen the new wineskins. You know, we haven't seen that new wineskin that you can pour new wine in. And yet, many people are now operating in this new wine, so to speak. Not not what you might think as far as just receiving the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about God doing something radically new. So God is preparing people right now, including your kids, your grandkids, people around you. These forerunners are going to start emerging. The Lord told me, don't judge this time. Don't look at with the natural eyes. It's going to be a time of promotion for people, things happening in the spiritual realm. Maybe you've been suffering or you've been uh, walking through a time where you felt like you don't know what's going on. Nothing seems to be working for you. I've got some good news. It's time to hope once again. And so the forerunners are going to start emerging. The sleeping ones, I guess. I don't know. Uh, These are the ones that were hidden ones and that they're going to come awake now. All right, let me share this encounter that I had. I think it was around 2012. I'm not exactly sure. But I was living in Santa Maria, California. And I tell you, it was the most angelic place I've, I've experienced outside of South Africa. But as far as houses and places I lived in the United States... Santa Maria, California, just north of Santa Barbara, had more angelic activity for me than Moravian Falls, than any place I've ever visited on earth. And I always had to rename my house when I was living there, Casa de Angeles, House of the Angels, because I had angelic encounters. I think it might have been 2011 this happened, and I was sitting on the couch, and I looked up, and the clock was 444. The presence of God suddenly came in my room. I looked down on the couch. My Bible was opened, Isaiah 44, but I don't remember opening it. And I remember one of my intercessors had just sent me an email that said, God's speaking to you right now. And I knew this was a powerful time. Isaiah 44, verses 2 through 5. Do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant, whom I have chosen. For I will pour out water on a thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. And they will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. Some will say, I belong to the Lord. Others will call themselves by the name of Jacob and still others will write on their hand the Lord's, and will take the name of Israel. Now, this is a revival mentioned in the Bible that most people have missed. You don't really see a lot in the commentaries or prophetic words about it, but the Lord spoke to me and said, listen, this is taking place right now. We are living in a time that's dry. 
We're living in the dry, thirsty ground. We're living in a time right now when, like in verse 3, the Lord says, I'm going to pour out my spirit on your offspring, your children, your grandchildren. And guess what? Wow, they're going to spring up fast, right? And one of them will call themselves by the name of Jacob still. Watch this, verse number 5. Still others will write on their hand the Lord's. And the Lord said to me, he said, I'm moving right now on a tattooed group. And there's going to be a group of people who are going to take the name of the Lord very seriously in the call of the Lord. And one will write on his hands. Now, I'm not saying the Lord say it's okay to, to have tattoos. And this is controversial to some people because, you know, of uh, Leviticus and I just want to say this is that I don't have any tattoos, but I don't judge anybody with tattoos either because there's over a billion people who have tattoos and I'm not saying you need to get one or anything. I'm just saying God is going to do something new. Revelation 19:16, Jesus returns and he comes back and it says on his robe and on his thigh is written this name, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It's written on his thigh. That's a tattoo. And whether you believe that or not, oh, he knew this. He knew he was coming back for a tattooed, and he's pierced for our iniquities. He's coming back for a tattooed and pierced generation. Now, it doesn't mean you have to have one. That's why he said that on his robe is written his name. So, you know, you could get the T-shirt over the tattoo. I'm just teasing. I'm just saying right now, the Lord has not forgotten this billion people. That's what... The studies show, I looked it up, a billion people have tattoos, and God is about to do something. He's pulling now an Isaiah 44 revival that's about to come on our offspring. But what's holding it back? Well, if you read, it says right at the beginning there, it says, do not fear. Do not be afraid. Fear is one of the things, the spirit of fear as holding back part of this revival. The other thing holding it back is people listening to me right now and going, this guy is wacko, the heavy religious spirit who says you can't have a tattoo because of Leviticus, you know? And well, you know, Leviticus also says not to eat pork. Do we really have bacon eaters judging people with tattoos using Leviticus? I'm just saying, you know, there's a heavy religious spirit and many people got pushed away the people that God wants to draw in got pushed away. How do I know this? I became the tattoo prophet. Now, I have no tattoos, but the Lord called me a few years ago to begin prophesying over tattoos, and I began training other people how to do it as well. I have a training on my website, Prophetic Tattoo and Piercing Interpretation. It's an online training if you want to learn because it's amazing, especially how open people are. They're way open to talking about God when you start talking about their body art in a way that's very uplifting to them. Even the worst looking tattoos, you can find something, flip it around because I say this when I find some nasty looking things, I go, well, you know, uh, you've been through a rough time, I can see, and there's something about you that you have to fulfill because why would Satan work overtime on you unless you're a threat? How about that? Wow. Yeah, there's so many people right now who are carrying the Isaiah 44 revival in them, and they're about ready to burst forward. Now, it's not just for a young generation. That's what I like about the tattooed peers. It's not just an age limit. 
And it's not limited to them at all. But the Lord began to speak to me, and, and he said that it's also the Ezekiel 34 weak sheep that got pushed away. So we want to be open to this now. But here's for the rest of us that don't have tattoos or anything like that. Here's something for you. The Lord is inviting you deeper right now into the master's business. The Lord gave me this word, John fifteen fifteen. Jesus said, I'm no longer calling you servants because a servant does not know the master's business. Instead, I'm calling you friends for everything that I have learned from the father. I have made known to you. Now, this is what the Lord's doing right now. This is why those of you who have might have tattoos or, you know, you don't have a problem with it. You're going, yay, yay, yay. It, but those who are having trouble with it or you don't have tats like me, I want to say this right now. God is inviting you into a John fifteen fifteen relationship with him so that you can help to father and mother and pastor the weak and lost sheep, the ones who have been pushed away. You're about to have an incredible encounter with intimacy. And the Lord said this when he was showing me Isaiah 44 revival. He also said, I'm showing you this because of John 15, 15. I'm no longer calling you a servant. You're not like a, a servant that just has to wait to be told what to do. You know, that's what many people operate in this, like a robot, you know, it's whatever you want, Lord. Whatever. And the Lord's inviting you into a friendship, into an intimate place. And so the Lord's telling you right now what he's about to do through me. He's telling you, maybe you're hearing this from others as well, but you want to make sure you don't get distracted by the storms. I've been given this word for a while now. Don't get distracted by the storms. Jesus slept in the storm. He walked in the water in the storm. Peter walked on the water with Jesus, but when he focused on the storm, he sank. I'm just saying, don't focus on the storm. God is releasing angels right now. There is going to be an amazing release of angels. And I know for me personally, I started having major angelic encounters in 2009. I went to Cape Town, South Africa, and the Lord visited me there with angels. In fact, two of them come back with more than two, but the two that, that uh, I travel with a lot are the angels love and revelation. Now, these are angels from the Lord. These are not and some people freak out over angels. I'm like, well, if I was going to talk about demons, you know, like there's a demon in the room, a lot of churches would understand that if I get up and talk about angels, they all freak out. I'm like, this is a bad day, you know. When you, when, uh, people would more likely believe about a demon uh, when you're at a church than an angel. So I'm just saying we need to be able to move in this new level of revelation and understanding. So love and revelation are two angels that's been traveling with me, and uh, you know where I got my message about love. And during that time, my prophetic gift went up to the next level as well. While I was in South Africa, I had an encounter in my hotel room. And it basically can be explained in Mark 13, verse 27. And God will send his angels to gather his elect from the four winds, the ends of the earth, to the ends of the heaven. Now, these are the gathering angels. 
They have one purpose and one purpose only, and that is harvest. Like we're talking big revival. Their hands are chained. They don't do anything else but this. And when I was in my hotel room and I had already had these encounters, I was in South Africa. I called Prophet Bob Jones, who was still alive. Bob would never answer his phone. His phone was unplugged unless the Lord told him to plug it in. And I called him, and I'm like, it was a miracle that he uh, answered the phone. And he spoke with me, and he even said the very things that I was calling him about. Now, that's the trippy thing about him. But I needed that confirmation. He said that he was coming back with me, and there were some things that was going to happen. I'm just saying, this wasn't just me sitting in my hotel room somewhere. This was confirmed, and many people have seen this in my ministry, that since I've been back, 2009, I'm now operating in a new level of revelation. That's when I got my times and seasons type of gifting. And also, I got the spirit of love that came with me. Now, when I came back, I started doing some meetings and the presence of God would show up in the room and the angels uh, were there. And it was just such a powerful, powerful time. And it still is, actually. It's really increased since then. But, you know, some of you need to apply this to your situation. You need love. Maybe you need revelation. And this is what I release through my ministry all the time. I'm just telling you where the source was. It went back to the Lord, releasing something that came back with me that has never left me. These two angels. Now, here's what happened on that night when I uh, got to South Africa in 2009. I had an encounter. I laid down as I was really tired and I laid down and I was taken in the spirit real time. Now it was night in South Africa, but I was taken back to the place I live that I lived at the time, Santa Maria, California, which was daytime. And in fact, I was there. I was in a vision uh, state, I guess. I, I don't know how to explain it, except I was there and I'm driving south on 101 through Santa Maria and I look over to the right on the side of the road was all these, I think there was 12 of them, 12 workers. They were like the, we called them Caltran worker or, you know, they were Department of Transportation workers. And they were all bent like at a 45 degree angle. And they were bent down, scooping things up into bags. And they were scooping. I looked closer and they were little balls of light. And then suddenly all 12 of these workers looked at me. And I saw their faces change to that like a, angels with glowing red eyes. And the fear of the Lord hit me. And I knew that they were gathering those that had been neglected and discarded. They were the ones that had been rejected. And I saw these angels gathering. And I knew these were the gathering angels mentioned in Mark thirteen twenty seven. And I was driving and I continued to drive. Suddenly, I was brought back into my hotel room. And the Lord said, I'm bringing the gathering angels because revival cannot happen unless we have the gathering angels come. And these are the ones that they can only do one thing is gather in those who had been discarded. And I tell you, I've seen them now. I go to different areas. Uh, they haven't really activated yet. They're still waiting. I saw a group of them, a squadron of them was in Santa Maria. I've seen them in different places. I saw them up in Canada, uh, Hamilton, 
Ontario. I saw them in Victoria gathering there when I was there. I've seen them in the right around the United States in different places. They're not doing anything yet. They're they're waiting to be activated, and they're waiting for for the Lord and for this this time that we're going to see. I tell you, it is so close. That's why I keep releasing prophetic words because it feels like it is right now, and that's why we may feel like we're in a current limiting season because we're about to move into something new and God is about to release and reveal the mysteries that you need right now. And this is part of a prophetic word I released for August that the Lord is releasing mysteries. And I'm recommending right now, if you need a breakthrough in your life, is to go through, make a list of the things that you need right now. Maybe whatever they are, you know, maybe it's finances, maybe it's relationships, whatever. Make that list, begin to pray over it, and then circle one or two things. Take one of them and begin to ask the Lord. I use some of these verses. In fact, right now, I call them decreeing the Word of God. And that's where if you would decree a thing, it will be established for you. I normally take communion when I do this. I do it daily. And these are the verses I'm using right now. And you can write these down. John 16, 13. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. First Corinthians 2, 10. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things even the deep things of God. Daniel 2.22, he reveals deep and hidden things, and he knows what lies in darkness, yet light dwells in him. Ask God to reveal his mysteries and revelation to you. And then remember to come up here, Revelation 4.1. I said it at the beginning. Come up here and I will show you what is yet to come. God wants to release some new revelation right now. We are stepping into a season, no matter what time of the year you listen to this, we're coming up on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur very soon, another month. The heavens are going to open, but it doesn't matter. God's outside of time. In fact, the anointing right now is opening something over you. God's going to line you up with his season. Amos 9, 13 through 15 in the message. Yes, indeed, it won't be long. God's decree. Listen, things are going to start happening fast, so fast your head will swim one thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will begin to happen all at once, and everywhere you look will be blessings. So, Lord, I pray right now that you release this prophetic word about getting out of limiting seasons. Holy Spirit, come now. Breathe upon us. Bring the revelation, the restoration, bring the salvation and healing that we all need. Lord, I pray right now that you would take these times and make sense of them. I pray for the repayment for all that was lost. I pray, Father, that you would open up the things that have been forgotten. Those forgotten prayers, forgotten prophetic words, all of those things that maybe we had given up on. And those who need hope, I pray right now, give them an infusion of hope. As I'm speaking and as I'm praying, on earth as it is in heaven, this is opening right now. Spirit of truth, come. 
reveal the mysteries of God. Release us, Lord, from those limiting seasons. Open the doors for something new. I pray for physical, emotional, spiritual healing. I pray, Father, for the opening of strategies from heaven that we can step into your timing. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to encourage you right now that God is going to do something new for you. You don't have to worry. He has everything. He really does. He's got your back. He's got your forward. The thing is right now is to get Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 in your spirit. You may need to forget the former things and no longer dwell on the past. I want to encourage you to degree some of these words. You might want to listen to this a few times. In fact, some people actually play it over and over. Whether you hear it or not, doesn't matter. You're the words, you can actually play things low, but your spirit will pick up on it. Some people play it all night, play some of my teachings all night in the prophetic words, and something happens and gets activated. This is going on right now, folks. I'm really excited for what's coming to us all. I want to encourage you, don't give up hope. God loves you, and he's going to do something new in your life. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.